Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you for uh, filling in. This is Covino and Rich. Mmm. Giblets. Boom. What's up, buddy? Boom. Hey, Boom. our weight's going to be up later today for Boom. sure. Covino and Rich in for Dan Patrick. We're on Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. on the west, 3, 4, 5 p.m. on the east. Stop it. <laughs> Covino and Rich at Covino and Rich on social media. In Idaho. And we want everybody to follow our podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you stream your podcast. And man, if you're playing some backyard football, that's part of your tradition. Wouldn't it have been cooler if you had a CNR bribery nerf football? Oh, yeah. You still get a few left. There's yes. a few left if you leave a nice review. Supplies are limited. Us. I know. So follow us on our podcast. Leave a review. And we also have a bonus podcast called Overpromised, which is available on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. Overpromised. It airs twice a week on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page and wherever you stream your podcast. But happy to be here and yeah. happy Thanksgiving. Now, if you missed uh, the beginning of the show and you need a little something extra to listen to later, uh, the pod will be up after the show. We talked about the Lions and the Cowboys and how that is a good Thanksgiving tradition. Sometimes you keep good traditions and it's also cool to innovate like the Black Friday game tomorrow. And in 06 was the year they added that third Thanksgiving night game, which is well, awesome. what we said was, you know, let's not stop traditions. You could add new ones, but don't stop the old ones. Yeah. And Rich, uh, my girlfriend's family have started, I guess, a new one that oh, I no. was able to back out of because, you know, I'm live on Dan don't, Patrick and all. Oh, don't tell me they're, they're, they're a turkey trot family. No. I saw no I saw, I saw a, a funny comedian, Jared Freed, said, if you have a friend that wants you to go on like a turkey trot, they're not I don't know what friend. that is. What is that? I don't oh, know what that is. You never heard of the turkey trot? No. Does that make me cool? Like, like people do like little fi- races. Yeah, and stuff. people do a 5K. Oh, like no, they no, no, wake no. up bright and early on yeah. Thanksgiving no. Day morning. They're out in the and- battle already and they're doing a pickleball tournament. I'm sorry. What? And I'm like, oh, oh, that's, that's too cold for that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm too cold for that? No, cold. Cold, cold. And old. 
Yeah, both. But I was like, ah, you know, I'm on the air. But <laughs> hey, new tradition, new traditions. Enjoy them, embrace them. And we're very thankful to be here again live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. The Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration is here with incredible offers on exceptional vehicles you're bound to love, like the EQB C-Class or the EQE SUV. Find an exclusive offer on a vehicle you'll adore now through January 2nd. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash special offers. So embrace the traditions, Fox yeah. Sports Radio Nation. If a friend asks you to run with them anytime, not, not a friend. Want to do a turkey trot? No, turkey I trot. don't. I it's don't want to. It asks you uh, like if we, you want to help them move. We get it. You love running. Hey, can you pick me up at the airport? Same friend. Hey, speaking of friends, embrace them. Embrace your friends because there's a lot of duos out there that are hateful that should be thankful they found a partner to create this magical chemistry with, like Cavino and Rich, like Hall and Oates. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about on this throwback Thursday. Old school and 50 hits. We do this on our show every Thursday when 50 hits. So we bring it to the DP show. Daryl Hall filed a lawsuit against John Oates and yeah. for breach of contract. And Hall got a restraining order against John, against John Oates and his mustache, Rich, just so you know. How, how do you think he fa- figured that out? Did he like, hire a private eye or something? Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> do you guys... Uh, in you. <laughs> I, every so often I call the... Uh, I do call the Hall and Oates hotline. Do you guys know the... To call the note. Your emergency hall and oats helpline. Let's see. To hear one on one, please press one. No, no one likes that song. To hear rich girl, please press two. Oh, that's to a hear Manita. Mm. Oh, there we go. You guys, you guys don't know the Hall and Oats hotline? Call and Oats. Yeah, Call and Oats. It's oh. fantastic. Uh, I use it up, at rich. least twice no. a week. I never want to hang up on Hall and Oats. <laughs> now, we're throwing it back on a Thursday. We're going to talk a little breakup action. Duos that should be thankful instead they're hateful. Uh, but I also, before we do that, Rich, I want to wish Weird Al Yankovic a happy birthday on this throwback Thursday. Very thankful for Taco Grande and Fat and a lot of his classics that would Amish, be allowed today. Amish Paradise. Uh, Eat yeah. it. Eat it. Eat it. Yes. Yes. Happy birthday to a legend. Yeah, how appropriate on Thanksgiving. Eat it. Happy birthday, Weird Al. All right. So the breakups that you wish never happened in the world of sports and entertainment based on Hall and Oates having restraining orders against each other and lawsuits. Hall well, and we'll Oates, be, come on. I know, right? We'll be talking Tom Brady next, actually, because Goodell actually responded to Tom Brady saying the league's getting a little soft. He's not happy with the, the, the product the product lately. But you have to think Brady Belichick when you're thinking of these dynamic duos that had a falling out. Even though Tom Brady came to Belichick's defense this week saying he's not the reason the Patriots stink, uh, you know, that was a big story. You know, maybe they're coming to terms now and, and they're respecting one another again, but still, that's a major breakup in sports. I comes to mind for me. I recently, for some reason, was looking up Beatles stuff. I know why, because they just had that that unreleased song you were telling me about. Now and then. And I was just doing a little Beatles research, and just the idea of, we think, if you're a younger guy, you think the Beatles were together for decades. It was like a short little window of time. Yeah. And the, like the six, 62 to like 69. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. It's uh, just the idea of Lennon and McCartney just not being on the same page. That's one of those breakups that, you know, we weren't alive yet, but there were people that offered the Beatles 
like $50 million in the 70s to get back together to do a show. And they were like, yeah, no thanks. They were like, get back to where you once belong. Yeah, that, that was a major breakup. That's devastating. But again, two people just couldn't make it work. And that's John and Paul. And, you know, they have a lot of similarities because, like I said before, you may think John Oates was just Daryl Hall's sidekick or something. They wrote those songs together. So I think it's a little bold of Daryl Hall, honestly, to sort of throw it out there for John Oates to not be able to perform those songs. That's what's odd. Yeah. So other duos that come to mind, you know, maybe it wasn't even like because of a fallout, but I always put them together in my mind like a Bagwell and Biggio, right? Like or, or like um like a Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla. Killer if they had a cool nickname, yeah. It did ruin it a little bit when they decided to go to s- different teams. What breakups bothered you? In the world of sports and entertainment, I have two that come to mind. And one of them, we're fresh off of raving about the documentary. If you've not seen It Ain't Over, the Yogi Berra documentary, I don't care about the Yankees at all. I'm a sad Mets fan. But watching the documentary and realizing how for years, Yogi wouldn't go back to Yankee Stadium. George Steinbrenner and and Yogi Berra had such an awful breakup based on how Yogi was fired in the 80s. As a manager, yeah. That he didn't go back to the stadium for what? Over over 10 14, years. 14 uh, years. 14 years, I believe, yeah. And the fun fact is the day he finally went back to Yankee Stadium after making up with George Steinbrenner, that was the day David Cohn pitched his perfect game. It was like magic. That's but a great story. Yogi yeah. and Steinbrenner, I don't even care about the Yankees, and I feel like that one probably hurt the hearts of a lot of baseball fans. That The fact that Yogi didn't want to go back to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he was he was missed. It was like a big piece was missing for a long time. Um, it doesn't have to be sports. I mean, radio, just as a duo here, even though we're you know, a team, we're, we're ensemble show, Spot, Danny G, Perfect, you know, Nick Cope's hanging out with us. The, the years keep piling on for Rich and I. There would be so many duos that would come up to us and say, yeah, once you hit about year seven. And then it was like, yeah, once you hit about year 17. You know, you think of the Opie and Anthony's of the world. Yeah. No, there, there are guys that dominated radio or broadcasting, and then they just they go we their were, separate ways. We were just yeah, talking you know about one during the break on uh, Mad, Dog, Mad Dog Russo with Mike Francesa. Dude. Like, Mike and Mad Dog. Everything we did together. We did everything. Together. You know what? Because they, they were magic together, but then it, it's also, well, what are they going to do without one another? And there's that weird dynamic to it. And you see, you know, they're both doing great, but, you know, Mad Dog's still slaying it, doing his thing, uh, going viral now on ESPN. But it's, it's a major thing when these duos break up because people change throughout time and they've had enough of each other and they move on. So you, um, you talked about, you talked also about documentaries. There's another one out, Bye Bye Barry, about Barry Sanders. And why, I have why to watch decided, it. It just came out, decided, right? Yeah, it just came out. Funny enough, it's already creating more controversy within it because Scott Mitchell, who was quarterback from the Detroit Lions, is like upset in how he's portrayed in there and feels he's getting too much blame for why the Lions were bad. But it also happened like twice. Like Barry Sanders, I've got to sat down and talk with him, and like he's he's now back with the Lions. They're all very groovy, but like he faxed in his resignation. He walked away for a long time, and the frustrating thing with the Lions is it happened twice. Yeah. Because Calvin Johnson had a acrimonious breakup over a million dollars that the team clawed back from him. Those those breakups hurt you as a fan. Now, 
Perfect. I was actually I went to Ford Field for the first time. I saw a Lions game a month ago. And Barry Sanders was out there in the field. The crowd loves him. And when those guys He's finally got the statue now, yeah. when they make up with the team, a la Barry Sanders or Yogi Berra, the fans like feel like, yes, or like when uh you know, before he passed away, when Bill Buckner was finally welcomed back by the Red Sox, like, hey, like, we don't got bad beef anymore, you know? Bad beef. Bad beef. Um, I hope you don't have bad beef either. I don't want to give away all the answers because, again, Hall and Oates, they're at odds. Everybody's uh, upset by this. Instead of being thankful on Thanksgiving, they're hateful, restraining orders. You know, you think of Simon and Garfunkel, another, like, breakup where they still have this weird animosity. But I'll I'll bring it back to sports. I don't think anyone's going to say this, Rich, because there's so many sports examples. But anytime a fighter makes it, it's usually because their dad was pushing them. Their dad's usually their trainer, right? But their dad only could take them so far. To the point where the son eventually is like, yeah, I got to move on from my dad. And the dad, so many times, is not understanding by this. And there's always this weird breakup between the boxer and the trainer, who's usually the dad in a lot of cases. Or, or Shane Mosley split with his dad. Calzaghe split with his dad. But a lot of times, Kavino, with a, with a trainer and a fighter, a lot of times people roll with the, with the narrative that... They haven't been the same since they changed trainers, a la Mike exactly. Tyson and Customato. A lot of people exactly. say, yeah, a lot of people breakups. say Tyson post Customato was a different guy. Those breakups are always, um, you know, big headlines. So again, the the splits, the breakups, courtesy of Hall and Oates, old school and fifty hits. All right, let's go to Kyle in Cincinnati. Kyle, you're on the show. What's up, bud? Hey, first time, long time. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. You too, buddy. Thank you. Um, I, I want to talk about it's. It's more of like a, a historical thing. Cincinnati, uh, it's local as well. Uh, Cincinnati is the oldest baseball team, and for as long as I can remember, we always started the season off before, like an hour or two before everybody off. So the kickoff yeah. of the baseball season was was in Cincinnati, and in a few years back, they decided to take it away and send it over to seas. Um, that 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 hurt. So I'll let you guys talk about that. Thanks so much for taking my yeah, call. Yeah, that is, that is a breakup, and it also goes along with the first conversation of tradition. And yeah, Cincinnati, there was that long standing where the Reds sort of kicked off the baseball season. I I do think that was a mistake to get rid of that and make it like the opening night of Major League Baseball. You know, that keep traditions, keep traditions alive. Keep them. Now, I have one that I don't think anyone's going to say. So it's a it's a good one though. And believe it or not, it's sports entertainment combined. Now, if you're a fan of all the amazing comedies of Will Ferrell, his writing partner is a guy named Adam McKay. Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. You name the movie that made you laugh your ass off, there's a good chance it was Will Ferrell and Adam McKay working together. I don't know if everyone knows this story, but Adam McKay wrote Winning Time on HBO that we all loved with John C. Riley. Will Ferrell... Mm -hmm so desperately wanted to play Mr. Buss, Dr. Jerry Buss. And Adam McKay chose John C. Riley instead. Good choice. And while John C. Riley was awesome on the show, fictional or not, you know, stretching the truth, who cares? I loved Winning Time. I thought it was great. I'm bummed that it got canceled. But I think the craziest part is that Will Ferrell was so upset about this and feel like he, he felt like he was bamboozled and he felt like... Adam McKay chose John C. Riley before even telling him, and they don't talk anymore. 
So Will Ferrell's lifelong writing partner and him are done because he didn't cast him as Dr. Jerry Buss on Winning These are weird grudges, man. It really is. Like hauling oats. All the years spent on the road. All those beautiful songs. All that history. And a restraining order against the guy. So again, other breakups and divorces and splits in sports that were unfortunate. Maybe it wasn't because they didn't get along, but the duo was never together again. <laughs> I think no one's going to say this, but as a kid, as a kid, your perspective's different, right? You were buying into the Bash Brothers. I never really saw them bash again, even as friends. The Bash, bash Brothers. brothers. <laughs> right? Like, I never saw Canseco and, and McGuire really hug it out later on in life, but you bought into the fact that they were brothers, man, hitting bombs together. You want to say what's up to Sean? Sure. Sacktown. 877-99 on Fox. You're on, buddy. Kavino and Rich. What's up, Sacramento? Yo, happy Thanksgiving, my brothers and Yo. y'all got me lit up early in the morning. Chad mode out. <laughs> What's uh, up, buddy? Chad mode, so, bro. So first of all, you man, I got to cover a couple of bases. For the breakup, I got an entertainment one. Ross and Rachel, are they together? Are they broken up? Are they together? Are We're they on a break. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the sports, on the sports side, that, that's my QB, man. What about Terrell Owens? And yeah. my man, uh, Donovan McNabb, what an epic breakup that was from crying for the guy on the podium to all of a sudden bashing him in the media. And I got to I gotta do one more thing, yeah. Rich. I got to go against your betting on Thanksgiving, man. You, look, these are all divisional games. And as Colin yeah. Coward says, stars. Which I, I mean, I mean as Colin <laughs> stars says. Stars attract stars. <laughs> stars. Anything could happen in these divisional games. So instead of doing all the favorites, take all the dogs. Parlay five dollars on the round robin two leg, and then five dollars on the three leg. You could turn twenty bucks into eight hundred bucks and have a happy Thanksgiving. What? That's all I got, y'all fellas. Keep it real, gangster. Yo. Wow, man. thank you, Thank you, Sean. Great Sean. call, Sean. Thank you very much. Maybe I'll roll both. You ever you ever make two bets and they sort of contradict each other? But you feel like, both. Well, again, why not both? Thank you, Sean. I love Sean and Sacktown. All well, right. Speaking of both, uh, I'm surprised Danny G hasn't chimed in with Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal who yeah. infamously had a falling out. You know, they seem to be at odds. Again, there was a love-hate thing there. Of course, Shaq had his love for him, too, but I think that hurt the fans a Danny, lot. No, Danny, did, mean, that hurt, was... did that hurt your feelings, Shaq and Kobe, or did that, like, you understood of the business and they had a little beef at times? Oh, that bothered me, and I think every other Laker fan, because there was so much more on the plate left to go. I mean, they could have won two more championships. That is one of those big what-ifs. Like, yeah. They could. They could have. I mean, Kobe went on to win two more. Shaq went on to win, I believe, two more as well, right? Chris Bosh and LeBron James, you know, they were so tight at one point, and then it got awkward. Mm-hmm. There's so many moments like Dude, this in How about sports. KD and the Thunder? Yeah. Also, also he, one you're probably not thinking about, Antonio Brown and the Steelers. Oh, yeah, too bad. <laughs> Antonio Brown and anyone. The, yeah, well, but, Antonio Brown and the Raiders. Well, let's back up. <laughs> Antonio Brown no, and but that wasn't reality. Even a, that wasn't even a real breakup because he never reality. played for him. But How about Antonio it, Brown in that helmet they wanted him to wear? <laughs> How about Antonio Brown in his shirt? How about Antonio Brown and his uh, frostbitten toes? Yeah, there's a weird dynamic between a lot of those things, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the concussions, he'd probably still be balling out for the Steelers. What do you got, Nick? How about LeBron breaking up with Cleveland on ESPN and taking his talents to South Beach? Yeah, oh, that, and then no, you know, Lord. then you love him again when he comes back and wins you a championship. 
Yeah, it's just that uh, money went to the boys and girls club though. Nick. Yeah, it's all, all good. <laughs> yeah, there when, were jerseys burned. There were a lot of jerseys burned. When someone dumps you, but then comes back. That's that's you know an what, interesting Rich, thing too. There's a lot of a uh, lot of pop culture references too outside of sports and outside of music. I can't think of her name right now, but people always say if Matt Damon and his longtime wife ever break up, that's when you know like it's all over. The world is. <laughs> well, that's that's how I felt about Hugh Jackman. And yeah, because sometimes you, there's a couple that you're all about. Like, oh, they're a great couple. Like that power couple in the NFL and, and the world of pop right now. Right? And then, oh, they're a great couple. They're a great couple. Nice and it always, it always fizzles. It always you know, fizzles. You know what, Covino? And, and we take it, if we take it back to music, you'll appreciate this one. How about uh, rap groups like A Tribe Called Quest? I, I thought you were going to say Wham. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> breakups in, in rap music, as they celebrate 50 years this year, was a big thing because um, in the early days of rap, a lot of the record labels took advantage of the artists. So you'd see a lot of squabbling and fighting over money and contracts. Squabbling, and, good Thanksgiving word. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> a lot of rap a lot of rap groups broke up like EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, um, NWA, the Fugees. And what happened is the list they goes got rid on. of the guy who seemed to be the least important sometimes, but yeah. he was the heart and soul of what they were doing. Or like the Ice Cube together, yeah. Ice Cube or Jerobi from a Tribe Called Quest, or you know a lot of these guys, and that's what happened. And it's sad. It really was. It's sad, and, and that's why I said to see Hall and Notes. This is so not such Hall a weird story, Oates. but it is a big story yeah it is well hopefully your uh, hopefully your team stay together your favorite bands and hip hop groups stay together but you know in the in the music world did we that, mention Loggins and Messina cuz i know that was tough oh, for uh, a, Mike was, who runs this place yeah mike who runs this place hated that yeah. um just real mm-hmm. quick real quick when you think about the history of pop music right spot I, you know you and i worked in pop radio back in the day before this oh i remember rich cried when millie vanilli broke up it, it was uh, devastating <laughs> no but every boy band what happens at the end of every boy band a la Zach Morris in Saved by the Bell. Remember he left Zach Attack? Oh, that was, yeah. That was a reflection of real life. Every boy band or girl group, someone is convinced, you're the star. Do your own thing, a la Justin Timberlake, Harry Styles, Beyonce. You know, everyone, Camila Cabello, anyone that is an individual pop star, a lot of them have come from a group that they were convinced, you're the, you're the talent. Come on, go. That's how it was. That's how it is. Who else comes to mind? Sports, pop culture, could put your answers at Covino and Rich on social media. You can still call two eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Hashtag Covino rules. Hashtag Happy Thanksgiving. No one used that hashtag. Hashtag Covino's a drive turkey. Uh, hashtag uh, extra stuffing. And we'll talk some Tom Brady next. Tom Brady had some words oh. about the current state of the NFL and Roger Goodell. How about Goodell. when he broke up with uh, Wes Welker? They were good pals. When you think Tom Brady, your first breakup thought isn't Giselle, it's Wes Welker? It was Giselle and Wes Welker. That's what comes to mind. And Bill Belichick. Yeah. All right, so we'll talk some Brady next, and we'll do a little more preview of today's great NFL matchups. More CNR in for Dan Patrick live from the Mercedes-Benz studio next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cavino and Rich live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios in for Dan Patrick. Fox Sports Radio, Boise right now. I'm in Boise, Rich. I got to tell you, you know, normally we're all in Los Angeles. Wherever you are, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for hanging out with us. Again, search Cavino and Rich and join our podcast. Join our front uh, every Monday through Friday. I looked out the window, dude, and I saw one of those things you speak of. A turkey trot or whatever the heck that is. There's like a million people outside. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm like, what is going on? Friends don't ask friends to do turkey trots. Is all I, I, dude, I didn't even know what that was, and now it's going on right, right before my eyes. And then, of course, last night, the biggest party night of the year. Did you go out catch up with some old pals? 
When I say old, I mean like, hey, great to see you. It's been a while. Uh, you know, my wife and I are hosting, so last night was the uh, nothing motivates your ass more than when house guests are coming to clean or finish a home uh, project. That's why you got to follow my tradition. Earlier in the show, we were talking about traditions, right? All the games today and traditions, new and old, turkey trots. My tradition is just show it up. That's the best tradition. You just show up, dude. It's way easier. The best part about hosting Thanksgiving, first of all, it's nice to have everyone, and it's a nice thing. Nah, showing up is better. But no, but you get all the leftovers though when you host. Ah, yeah. I'm not giving. Sad. I'm not. No, I'm not it's giving, a double-edged sword. I'm not giving out doggy bags. No, no one. You know, I work my. You know, we're Who keeping wants to eat turkey for the next four days. Yeah, I'm every, good on that. Yeah. Oh, can I you want to eat uh, right now? I saw some meme. It was like right now, some ants at the grocery store buying all the ingredients for for something that people never eat and always make fun of behind her back. <laughs> That's true, right? True. So if you want to be left with that, by all means. But uh, happy Thanksgiving to all to all the great Thanksgiving. I went out last night here in Idaho. This place called Barbacoa. It's like the super swanky Vegasy spot out here. And I pulled. Richie would have been proud of me. I pulled the all. I got it. Oh, you paid for everyone? I, uh, I, uh, you know, found the waitress. You know, I, I pulled the bathroom oh. over. I went to the bathroom, the bathroom. And I felt very, uh, very East Coast mafia. I know it's a did sick you, uh, move anywhere you go, but I felt very extra slick about it. Did you slip him your uh, Fox Sports Radio business card? I, I slipped him the Fox Ooh. Sports. I put it on the Fox Sports Radio tab. Were you out with? Were you out with uh, your girlfriend's Thanks, parents or no? No, just uh, my girlfriend, her sister, and husband. No, that's not yeah. as impressive. I pulled the I got. Hey, it's not cheap. Hmm? I pulled the I got it. What do you what do you think? You're hot shot. Yeah, big shot. You think you're a big, big shot? shot. Uh, like let's go. Let's shot. go. Let's go back to your phone calls. Just a few more about breakups in the world of sports and entertainment. And we mentioned Yogi Berra and Steinbrenner, but Danny, you were saying off the air. Uh, not only oh, not only Yogi Steinbrenner with a multitude of people. Yeah, John in Virginia Beach. He couldn't stay on hold, but he said Billy Martin and George Steinbrenner, the ultimate couple, because of how many times they broke up and got back. Dude, Dude, they're like the Floyd Senior and Floyd Jr. Yeah, Floyd Senior and Jr., that's a good one. But Billy Martin and Steinbrenner, that they were like that annoying couple that breaks up, gets back together, breaks up, gets back. Yeah, I, as a kid, I didn't realize it. Feel this, Danny. If you were a kid growing up in the 80s in New York, you were confused. You're like, are there only so many people that can manage a team? Because every couple, like it was back and forth on Billy Martin and Lou Pinnell. I'm like, are there other coaches? As a little kid, I'm like, there must be only a certain number of coaches because they went to those two guys many times. Yeah, it makes yep. me think of uh, Gruden and the Raiders and Al Davis breaking up. And then, of course, Gruden got back together with his son, Mark Davis. The breakups in the world of sports and entertainment. A couple more quickies, and then we will uh, we'll move on. We'll talk some Tom Brady. But let's say out of Corey in Oregon. What's up, Corey? You're on. Kevin and Rich in for DP. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call of the show. Oh, thanks, man. What's uh, up? Um, yeah, I was going to bring up a big one for me was uh, Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. Not we for sure. that one for sure. Yeah, that comes to mind. That was sad because, you know, two greats is maybe just not enough room for both of them at the time. And you know what the bummer is, Corey? That, that's, the, that's an example where you almost want to, like, pull them both aside when they were, you know, when Kobe was with us and say, listen, just can't you work it out? Because sometimes you see people break up, a couple, a business partner, someone, and you're like, guys, it's... There's so much at stake here. But you can't make it work like Kobe put and Shaq. Your egos Come on. aside. Yeah, that's put the why egos Rich, I, aside. Wanted, I wanted to bring this up today because again, the whole premise was. What are you leaving why, me? <laughs> why, no, 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 no. Why so hateful? We should be thankful. Wouldn't it be nice 
if Daryl Hall reached out to John Oates and said, hey, John. Life's short. Was, uh, life's short. We made magic and history together. Songs that yeah. will live on when we're long gone. And uh, it's Thanksgiving, bud. And I know we have our differences, but, you know, uh, I'll, I'll take away that restraining order if, if you stop playing our songs. But I just want you to know that I love you, you know, and I'm thankful for you. Remember when Kobe would get upset that Shaq would come into camp like soft and out of shape. Yeah. It was almost like Kobe was too much of a boss and right. Shaq was too much of a goof around fun guy. He wanted to play himself into shape. There had to have been somebody that could have intervened and got the two of them on the same page. I would say today would be a good day to reach out to that. Everybody's got that person uh, maybe that they Make amends. were at odds with. Make amends. By the way, I saw a clip recently, and it was while he was dominant. So I don't know if the point some, – something makes me think – I don't even know if they knew what point they were trying to make. But did you see the clip where Shaq talked about there were years in his prime where he weighed close to there 400 pounds? There prime where I weighed 400 pounds. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good check. <laughs> that clip? <laughs> yes. Oh, we had that on standby, huh? Who knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Perfect, Perfect was early with that clip. Man. But Shaq did, like you said, he just sort of played by his own rules, and Kobe was a different guy. Yeah. Kobe was a different guy. Man, perfect. You're on top of things today. Uh, Greg in Rhode Island, wrap this up, buddy. What's up? Hey, guys. I, I, got, the, I got the big one here. The NCAA and their alleged super conferences are killing traditional end-of-season games. Think about it. No more Bedlam. No more Apple Cup. Yeah. No more Civil War. No more LSU Tulane. No more Penn State Pitt. I mean, Jesus. I mean, at least they're not killing Army Navy. I'd really be a trouble. Those are the schools um, doing it, not the NCAA. Yeah, yeah it's the schools and deciding to move I know, around. I know everyone wants to blame the NCAA for everything, but that's the schools deciding that for themselves. Yeah, don't bring Jesus into this on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah thanks, Perfect. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he's got to wait another month. Yeah. As the parade's on in the background. Looks like a nice day in New York City. Imagine being the person that goes to the parade in the rain. It's nice there today. That would be miserable. All right, let's talk some Tom Brady. Now, if you remember, you remember a couple days ago, Tom Brady, we were trying to decide, is he grumpy old guy yes. or is he speaking the truth? And by the way, fun fact was always, remember in the movie Lethal Weapon when not Donald Glover, Danny Glover? said, I'm getting too old for this, S. He was only like 40. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, we we thought when we were kids, didn't we think yeah, he was like 40 100? back then? 40 back then was like 75. No, no. There's was, that meme going around, like when he was, was 42 or something, right? He was 50 because in the in the first <laughs> Lethal Weapon, and he's, remember he's sitting in the tub and they bring in the birthday cake? Yeah. He was turning 50 in the very first oh. Alice, Alice from the Brady Bunch yeah. was like 43 or something like that. Dude, the whole <laughs> cast of Cheers were like in their yeah. mid-30s. That blows my mind. Norm was 33. Yeah, no. what the uh, H? Like, uh, yeah, I feel like Frazier was like 29. That, and there was supposed <laughs> to, uh, if you watch Growing Pains as a kid, the late, great uh, Jason Seaver, Alan think. Thicke, was like supposed to be like a 30-year-old dad on that show. So yeah. I was like, "Yeah, never look up the the ages of your yeah. favorite TV dads." Oh, the, the, Weren't the, the Golden Girls like fifty? Yes, Dude, that, you know, <laughs> yes. Danny, Danny G. The uh, the gold. This was a fun fact where the Golden Girls were the same age as the Sex and the City girls yeah. at some point. Like, oh, the Sex and the City movies. Yeah, the yeah. first one, the, the first the Sex, Sex and the City, City movies. movies. Like Blanche was supposed to be like fifty one in season one of the Golden Girls. 
I mean, the only thing that would lead you to believe that they were younger was Blanche's sex drive. I mean, she want who wanted it more back in the eighties, Mrs. Mona, Ro- Mrs. Mona Roper, from, uh... Mona from uh, who's the boss? Yeah, she wanted it. Blanche didn't want it; she had it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh yeah, but back to the Brady. Let me. Oh, sorry. Or Peg Bundy. Sorry. There you go. Or Peg Bundy. Oh, that's a uh, Mrs. Roper and Peg Bundy. Yeah, focus. Um, focus. Tom Brady. Did he sound like an old guy, or did he sound like a guy just speaking the truth when he talked about the NFL? Take a listen. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. I think the coaching isn't as as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm -hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. I think I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way, and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily, why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves? We used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to the defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect himself. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. Makes a lot of great points. We speculated on that earlier this week. But maybe it's as simple as the evolution of the game, and that's what we're seeing right now. We see I mean, it in baseball, the, right? Yeah, like, I'm just wondering, does Tom Brady sound like a guy that's speaking sense? Because it does, but does he also sound a little like that NBA player from the 80s and 90s that talks about how the game is softer than just, it once was? He just dropped a, in my day. Yeah, but he makes a lot of good points where there's a lot of penalties now where I, I think the one that's it's like the an worst. old school uh, baseball guy saying how all they do is uh, swing for home runs and base everything on analytics. Like, even A Rod, by, by the way, Spot, I saw A Rod recently talking about how why do we give up on batting average? And it's like a baseball player or a coach, Cavino, talking about how analytics are ruining the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's the football version of that. Everything evolves. Even athleticism is in, has evolved. Like training has evolved. So, and yeah, well, what, what you're losing, Spot, in fundamentals, in part of this evolution, what you're losing in fundamentals is you're gaining in like schemeries, right? Yeah. And, and uh, I don't want to say trick plays, but like, um, you know, the way Mahomes plays the game. That's, I, you know, they're trying like to me. adjust to that. It's it really is the equivalent of me like looking around here at Fox Sports Radio and like looking at the edit guys and being like, oh, when I was when I was here editing things, I did it this way. Or when was I was so a much, young editor, when I was a young editor. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't. It's a little bit old man. He has a point, but it is old man. Yeah, I lean more old man than having a point. Let's hear what. Roger Goodell had to say about Tom Brady's words. There's fans that are saying, you're making the game softer. What happened to the grit, the old school play? I like the collision. How do you feel when you hear that type of criticism on the league? I'd invite them to come down to the field and play. I don't think our game has ever been more physical, faster, stronger. Our players are more athletic than they've ever been. What we want to do is take the techniques out that are leading directly to injuries. We can't ask our officials to judge intention. That's really hard to do. You know, it's a double-edged sword because you got to make the league safer. But you're going to lose a little bit as a result. Yeah, there were plays where you look at old highlights, and old meaning like in the last 10, 20 years where 
it looked like Wes Welker was going to be broken in half on like a slant exactly. route. Like, but then you know every highlight from the eighties, every every Ronnie Lott hit. Tom Brady brought up Ronnie Lott. Every Ronnie Lott hit would now be fifteen yard penalty. Every hit. So it's like, where is the balance? I think the it's all about balance, Daniel son. And I think the one thing that needs to really be looked at moving forward is roughing the passer. I really, really do. And we'll discuss... Which Tom Brady is responsible for, by the way. You know, which Tom Brady, the tuck roll, hitting below the knee. The I irony, get it. Yeah. The irony. But when you look at roughing the passer, if you want to discuss, let's let's hear him. 877-99 on Vox. I look at roughing the passer and I say, it's got to be reviewable moving forward at some point. Because there are times where a guy barely touches a quarterback and it's on a third and long and it just totally changes the complexity of the game. You're like, that's roughing the passer? Come on. So your thoughts, Kavino on Rich in for Dan Patrick, live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. We got more next. Happy Thanksgiving from CNR. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Happy Thanksgiving from Cavino and Rich. Just eat it. Happy birthday to legend Weird Al Yankovic. 
CNR in for Dan Patrick, live from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQS. Now, Rich, I was thinking about what Tom Brady said and what Goodell said, and I was thinking just like you don't have to abandon old Thanksgiving traditions for the new ones, as we established earlier, yeah. you don't have to abandon fundamentals and good football for safety protocol. Like we said all day, why not both? Yeah. Why not both? It's not one or the other. Right. And and that's where I think the problem lies, somewhere there. Now, before we talk about the games one last time today, happy Thanksgiving from the CNR show and the Fox Sports Radio family to yours. Very thankful to be here. The whole team, Perfet, Danny G, thank you guys for everything. Spotty Boy, everybody at Fox Sports Radio, Nick Cope. Mike, who runs this place, our bosses, and everybody listening. And if you like our show, remember on Monday, we'll be talking about all the games from today and throughout the weekend, things that made you go, hmm, Hmm. week 12 of the NFL, and we play our game that's sweeping the nation, Rich, last one standing on Monday. So join us, Covino and Rich, Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 on the West, and please check out our podcast. You said you it, buddy. Doubts? You you said it doubts? You've Thanks, said it all. You've said it all. I didn't say it all because I want to know if you have doubts on your three-game parlay today. No, I don't, I'm not letting you idiots get in my head. I feel sure about good, that I feel, 49ers game? I feel good about it. But, you know, I wanted to uh, take a look at each of these games real quick before you got out of here. And I want to talk about the Lions. And it's good that we have our buddy Perfett running the board today because he's a big Lions fan. And... You know the schedule your team has in front of them, right, Chris? I uh, yeah yeah. And, I mean, and for clarity too, I'm all like you know I I cover the Lions as well, and what the schedule in front of them, the Vikings, the Vikings down the road. Yeah, they they is, right now right now so you right guys now, yeah, you, got, okay. you have the Packers today. Then you have Saints, Bears, Broncos. This team could go twelve and two into the final three games, which are Vikings, Vikings, Cowboys, Cowboys Vikings. Vikings, which and then maybe a third time against the Vikings in the playoffs yeah. if they do make it, which is rough. But I, the funny thing about that is. All those games are indoors except for that Bears game. Yeah, so you have you have an opportunity to really keep this thing rolling and go after the one seed. And I say that because when you look at the Eagles schedule, I know the Eagles aren't playing today, but when you look at the Eagles schedule, while they are 9-1 and one and dominant, and as a Niners fan, I'm scared of the Eagles. I was talking to Nick Cope about it before. I'm scared of the Eagles. They're good. But they play the Bills the next four weeks for the, for the Eagles – Bills, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks, they have a rougher, a way rougher schedule. So the Lions, you know, you got to take care of the Packers today because the Lions could very well be playing for that one seed and home field throughout. You, No one, I promise you, the Lions and 49ers fans don't want to go play in Philadelphia in the playoffs. Especially in the NFL. I, someone made the great point that there is so much, like the one seed in the NFL for the playoffs might be the best one seed in sports because you get that first round by and you get both games at home versus the second versus the two seed where you do need to play that wild card team and then yeah. you're, you're almost Garrett you have to go play on the road at some point in, in other like basketball doesn't seem like it's a factor anymore baseball we've realized that home field and the one seed might be a disadvantage so uh, I like the Lions today a lot they're really fighting for that one seed Cavino so Lions Packers, that's going to start up. That's going to start up in about a half hour. And again, the f- first time since 1962 when JFK was president that they're eight and two. 
No Jair Alexander and no Aaron Jones for the Packers today, too. So that, that should be a good one. All right, so football, beside that, you're just worried about eating. So what are we looking forward to? Let's go around the room. What, what is your What is your go-to? Yeah, Spotty, you're our food connoisseur. Yeah, what, do you, what, do you, what is your go-to? You're up first. What's your favorite dish? <sighs> oh, this is tough. tough. Uh, you know, because every, everything has its merits. Listen, I'm, listen to this guy. Everything has its merits. Yeah, Answer the damn question. in one minute. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, stuffing. I'm just going to go pure stuffing, right. but cornbread and bread mix stuffing. All right. Covino? Uh, I'm going ham. I'm not a turkey guy. So ham, yeah, obviously stuffing. Who doesn't love stuffing? I think stuffing might right. be the answer for everyone because yeah. I'm a stuffing. Stuffing too. Perfect. Candied sweet potatoes. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. That's a good love one. Coke, those, bro. Well, split, split with fresh cranberry sauce too. Nick Coke. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be my aunt's stuffing, 100%. Stuffing stu- you know, my okay. wife and I make two extra trays of stuffing so that we could eat it Ooh, for yeah, like a week. Necessary. And by the way, just a fun fact, I looked this up. Monday is the last day they say you should have leftovers. So oh, they I say four, four days. So Monday, like I'll, a Monday, I'll ride that for a week. A Monday turkey <laughs> sandwich. And that would be my answer. Leftover turkey sandwiches. Mayo, right. little touch of mustard, white bread. Don't forget the moist maker. Oh, 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 oh. All right, we'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you, Dan Patrick. Kavino Rich, we'll see you. Arrivederci, man. Baby. See you in the promised land. Happy Thanksgiving. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.